Hey guys, it's uh, it's Harry here. Just a quick message for you, really. This episode, you might notice, is a little bit shorter than the other two. We're still learning this whole podcasting thing, and we're uh, we're finding a structure and a length that suits us and suits you guys as well. If you do have any feedback for us, though, feel free to follow us at it on Twitter at Tempo Off, and uh, you'll find a link to our Discord server where you can give us feedback, talk to us about music, anything like that. But uh, let's get back to the podcast. I'm listening to Millions Billions. I need to change it real quick. What are you going to listen to instead of Millions Billions? I'm going to listen to um, probably some Georgia Smith. Georgia Smith? Yeah. I'm recording now, so that's a good one. That's a good intro. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, guys, hello. You never guess what? What? <laughs> we, this is the third episode. We made it to three episodes without giving up. <laughs> Holy moly! I haven't edited it's yet, never... though, so there's time. But... Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about today? Um, I don't know. I'm going completely off the cuff. You're going completely off the cuff, right? Well, I'll tell you what we're talking about today because you both have forgotten. Uh, we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about movie soundtracks. Are we? Uh, that was the plan, yeah. Uh-huh. You know when we planned it last week, and I told everybody. <laughs> Did we plan? <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. And I'm then ready. I reminded you guys halfway through the week, and I also spoke to you guys, both of you guys, several times during the week about what we were doing today. So I'm really glad. Okay, everyone's... Why are you? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Michael messaged me this morning. There's a bit of a preface to this, right? Michael messaged me when I told I said oh, I was like podcast today, and he messaged me and he was like uh, he was like oh what, what, what are we talking about? I was like movie soundtracks. He's like oh shit. I was like yeah. I was like you know when we planned it last week and then I reminded you the next day and then I spoke to you three times about it during the week and he was like yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was a brilliant conversation. That one. So yeah, I've nice. got I've got hope in us. I, I think we're gonna go far. I'm having to rely on my near encyclopedic memory of film <laughs> scores for this. Have you not got a favourite film soundtrack? I 100% do, but well, I use mean that one then, because we're talking about our favourite film soundtracks. Oh, uh, okay. Right, we'll we'll segue smoothly because that was smooth, Michael. We'll segue smoothly into your favourite film soundtrack, and you can go first. Are we allowing musicals? Yeah, yeah. Alright then, the Blues Brothers. This was a this was a original film musical, innit? Oh, was it? Oh, okay. I was going to allow because it, it was based off an but... SNL skit made into a film. Oh, Wait, shit. which which song though? No, it's just the soundtrack. The soundtrack, oh. Josh. You don't understand, not... right? Have you seen a movie, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen many movies. Movies and there's movies. <laughs> there's a lot of soundtracks. Okay, yeah, but you know, in a film, yeah, you have music sometimes. I, usually in a film, it's very yeah. rare that you don't have. Sometimes in silent films, they even have music. Yeah. Um, and so the soundtrack is a list of the songs used in that film. So that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the lists of songs used in films. If you got that. No. Bruh. Okay, so Michael, you wanted to talk about Blues Brothers. <laughs> I mean, it's probably just a lot of bias because, like, th- this film influenced me so much because I watched it like a hundred times between the ages of like five and twelve. So it's like influenced m- anything from my sense of humor to like m- my choice in music and all that. But fucking out, fantastic film score because the whole film has uh, like legends musical legends throughout it and they sing throughout it it's a musical and all so it's got songs from uh, Aretha Franklin Cab Calloway he does Minnie the Moocher holy moly uh, got Robert Johnson songs in but even the ones oh, they do them so it's like uh, they, they do a, a cover of the, the Rawhide theme and that's like boom in my head oh. constantly it's got Ray Charles Ray Charles <laughs> it's got Ray Charles it's got Ray Charles and James Brown I do like James Brown. I was stuck for a bit of James Brown, to be fair. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing, Michael, a, a lot of blues then in the soundtrack. A lot of blues. A lot of blues. 
rhythm and it's interesting do you want to do that one again without the australian accent Nope, that's it. No. Oh, there's, there's a lot of blues. blues in this film, let me tell you, boys. There's bluesies and they say something other. You're saying Australian? Can get, I can't do an Australian accent. <laughs> None of us can. Uh, can we get cancelled for this? Is this... No. no, no, no. All right then. Right, brilliant. Um, I've not. Do you know I what? Mean, I've not seen Blues Brothers. Really? Yeah, I am going to force you to watch it. It's no, I, 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 will watch it. I will watch it. I've never avoided it because I don't think it's good. Or I just, I mean, there's plenty of films I've never, I've never seen. I don't know, Citizen Kane, and uh, I've never met a fucking film nerd who's not told me to watch that. So, you know, I just don't get around to this sort of shit. I've seen the Sonic movie. Oh yeah, that's all I've seen oh, recently, film-wise. Um, I've genuinely only seen the. F- What's the Sonic soundtrack like? (laughs) I don't remember it being amazing, but I will tell you the film's film's a solid solid film. But we're getting off track here. (laughs) This can be described as existing. No, no, it's a good film. (laughs) The film's good. The film's good. It got a lot of shit before it even came out, but they retook it back. We redesigned the whole thing, didn't they? And the film's film's pretty good. I've just Googled it, and Welcome to Green Hills is in the film, so technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the, The music. Um, but yeah, so that's the only film I've seen in the last probably like three months. Probably, I don't. I'm not a big film watcher anymore. I've run out of things to watch it on. I've seen everything on Netflix. You know what I mean? <laughs> Quarantine's killing me. Oh, I just pirate films now. Ah, oh, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'll watch Blues Brothers with you. I mean, uh, if you had said no musicals aren't allowed, I would have totally gone with Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Uh, Forrest, what's Forrest Gump. Gump? Isn't it? Hound Dog. Right. Elvis Presley. Got fortunate son in there. Fortunate son, it does. Does it? It's got California Dreaming by Mamas and Papas. Really? Fucking brilliant. Not the the good version. Uh, Mrs. Robinson, Simon and Garfunkel. It's got a bit of Jefferson Airplane, which I'm a bit partial to. Fucking hell, what's the Oh, songs that weren't. uh, They were in the film, but not on the soundtrack you can buy. All Along the Watchtower, the Jimi Hendrix experience. Nice. Hello, I love you. The Doors, another good one, right? and Freebird. Freebird. That's better than Leonard Skinner. And it's got Sweet Home Alabama. Is it the full twenty-minute solo? I know. I don't know. It's not. Oh, it's not the full. Yeah, I did think that probably wouldn't work in the film. Okay, that's brilliant. (laughs) Colin Firth pops out nowhere and shoots Forrest Gump in the head. Right, so you picked two films, technically. That's cheating. Damn. Damn. I, I can't believe picked, you, man. I only picked two. Um, I... <laughs> what, you only picked two? What? Yeah, I picked two as well. All right, do you want to go for yours, then? Okay. Well, the first one, right, and this is um, it's probably not much of a surprise, but uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't really like Pulp Fiction. I don't think the film's that good. But... Oh. <laughs> Hold up. The music in Pulp Fiction is insane. I mean, the first when we first started thinking about this, the first song that came to mind when I just think of like insane like m- songs from movies yeah. is Dick Dale's version oh, of Vasily. It's so good. I it's easily the best, yeah. yeah, best version of Vasily. Um, uh, I mean, Beach Boys did a cool one. Beach Boys. Yeah, they did a cool, cool vision of Miss Early. Did they? I actually didn't know that. Yeah, big Beach Boys fan, aren't you? I am big. Yeah, one. Well, no, yeah, fair big. enough. <laughs> and you've also got songs like "Jungle Boogie" by Cool and the Gang. Classic. Oh. Classic from Cool and the Gang. I love Cool and the Gang. Who I love Cool and the Gang. Cool and the Gang. As much as I love the Beach Boys, they have so many good songs. I'd say I this can now be the Cool and the Gang podcast. Oh wow! <laughs> I really like Cool and the Gang. Do you? What other songs are in it? Oh, Son of a Preacher Man by Dusty Springfield. That's another great song. Oh, that is... Uh... Sorry. Oh. Oh. You, can nev- you Never Can Tell by Chuck Berry. I like Chuck Berry, but I don't really... I, I couldn't say I know that song that well. Uh, Well, I mean... I, I probably won- wouldn't I watched listen a- to it. But... I watched a documentary on Chuck Berry recently about his life and stuff. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. It was on TV. I was curious. Um, enough, I guess I can't. Do you know he's done like eight years of prison time? I did not know that, no. 
I, well, see, he did. Like, I, I like some of his music. I wouldn't say I know a lot about Chuck Berry as a person. Wow. Now you do. Now you know more. Thank you for that. That's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I appreciate this. Is, welcome to the Chuck Berry podcast. <laughs> oh, it's one of the podcast. things was for real sus, dude. What? Holy shit. He was just real sus and they threw him in prison for it. No. He was sentenced. This is getting cut. He was sentenced to three years in prison uh, for transporting a fourteen-year-old girl across state lines. Oh my god! Oh yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I like Chuck Berry a lot less now. Now that I know that yep. he's a paedophile. Can we say no, he, uh, he did that again? Yeah, this guy. And was sentenced to five years in prison, so he did it twice. Nice. He appealed the decision, and he uh, the he conviction was, like... was reduced. To three years, so he's now got six years, so he's only got two more years left. Wait, is he in prison <laughs> right now? No, he's dead now, isn't he? I was going to say, I thought he was yeah, dead. He died, died in 2017. Yeah, he died in Yeah, but I thought you said he's got two years left. At this point oh, in his life, he's got dead. two years. Fuck that guy all of a sudden. Right, so other than. Other <laughs> Why than... can't he be like Johnny and be good? <laughs> That's getting cut. That's such an awful music joke. <laughs> oh, that was the worst. I never want to hear you again. Oh, that joke gave me a <laughs> That whole thing's getting cut. We've just lost like four minutes of this podcast. <laughs> Wait, hang on. What else is on that? On what? On the thing, the soundtrack. There's not four songs. Pulp, in Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Oh, no, there's loads of songs. Like, some good um, ones. hang on, I'm looking at the good ones because some of them are just like, eh. Oh, Flowers on the Wall by the Statler Brothers. Oh, yeah. I just like music from the 60s. Do you? And a lot of it music from the 60s. Who's that? Like, Ricky Nelson. He's from the 50s. Was he alive in the 60s as well? <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of him. Have you just Googled just now? We're really flexing our music and knowledge with this one. I was just looking at, I was just looking at the, uh, the soundtrack and I saw Ricky Nelson. Never heard of him. I've heard of him. Hold on. I've definitely heard of one of his songs. I've definitely heard of Ricky Nelson, but... Well, Lonesome Town is the one from... Uh... No, hold on. It's the one from Pulp Fiction. Is Ricky Nelson related to Willie Nelson? I can ask him. He's not related to Willie Nelson. <laughs> they just have the, the same last name. No, it's right, like yeah, it's like, and they're both um, American musicians. You know how long I thought that Benicio Del Toro and Guillermo Del Toro were related? Like, I thought they were brothers. Are they not? Uh, no. <laughs> I thought they were brothers for the longest time going. And I had to born Google in several times. Born in completely different countries. Myself. They weren't even born in the same country. Yet. <laughs> They're not related. They just have the same last name, but they both work in film and stuff, so I just assumed. And I think they've both worked together, haven't they? Yeah. I think so. I might be wrong. But no, I just assumed they were brothers, but they're not. Any oh. other? Wait, what was your second film, Josh? Um, right, don't get annoyed at me for this one. I won't get annoyed. Is, I'm, I'm, I'm not about to get annoyed. Is it Shrek? I'm not even. Yeah, it's Shrek Two, it's right? Shrek 2, I, I was about. Yeah, Shrek Two. Fucking hell! It's got Dude, so much better from it, Shrek but... One. You can't deny that Shrek has some of the best songs on it than in any set of films. Because when you put the 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 film aside, right? I know that the song that the film is quite memed. Um, now, when you actually look at the list of songs in those films, they are some of the greatest songs of all time that that's they've just thrown in. That's a strong claim, but okay. No, but you actually look at the songs in those films, and it, it's quite easy to. Hallelujah, that's in the first track. Which one is it? Is it which which cover? Is it Some random uh, Rufus Wainwright. It's not oh, even the good one, but I'm Rufus just saying. Me neither, bro. Give me Leonard Cohen I mean... or Jeff Buckley and no one else. I don't care. You got "I'm on My Way" by the Proclaimers. Just I'm all not of... a huge fan of the Leonard Cohen. Hallelujah! It's too spoken wordy. <laughs> we interrupt Josh's description yeah. <laughs> of the <laughs> soundtrack to bring you Michael's opinion of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Yeah, but he wrote the song, didn't he? So. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to credit him for writing the song. Wait, who did the good one? Jeff Buckley? Jeff Buckley yeah. did the most well-known one, I'd argue. But um, Leonard Cohen wrote Alexandra the song. Alexandra Burke. I don't she like Alexandra Burke. No, she didn't. She's in them slim, fast adverts. Fuck that. 
Is that a good point in your mind or a bad point? Like, do we hate her because oh, she's fuck. Or? Oh, shit. I went to kill a spider and it dropped down and it's gone. Holy shit, dude. Bro, don't kill the spider, man. Just let it live. You ever seen Charlotte's Web? Spider's got feelings. Bro, I, I, I'd have just killed it. Jesus oh, Christ. shit. A spider vibing in my bathroom sink for like two weeks. And every time I turn the tap on, he just slowly slides into the water and then climbs out and vibes more. <laughs> And he's just not left, so I've just not I've just not bothered him. Every time he does like cool pool party, bro. <laughs> Fucking gnarly, dude. He's a spider version Fuck of Crush yeah, from yeah. Finding Nemo. Yeah, bro, that's who he is. But um oh, I've I, just left him. I flushed, flushed away in my head. Oh, what's the soundtrack like for Flushed Away? <laughs> <laughs> but no, what else is on Shrek 2? There's some more good songs on Shrek 2, surely. Uh Accidentally in Love by Counting Crows. Oh, yeah. You've got um, my favorite song, "Changes" by David Bowie. I feel like I've already said that one. Um, "Ever Fallen in Love" by the Buzzcocks. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, that Josh is good. "Living Living La Vida Loca" by uh, the fucking Eddie Murphy and yeah, yeah, Jennifer Saunders. Yeah, it's only yeah, it's only well known because shit. of that, though, right? Like to people like us. No, 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 no but to people like us. People our age, not the song itself. The song was popular way back when, right? I was going to say before I'm, we were born, I'd imagine. What living la vida loca? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know that song from SingStar. What you played SingStar before? You watched Shrek what? Two? No, no. Yeah. I think it had a resurgence because of Shrek Two. I'm willing to put money on that. I'm willing to put money on the fact that that song is the reason it's so well known to people our age is because of Shrek Two. Well, I was only three when I Shrek mean, the video for out. it was like, hold on, how young are you? I'm yeah, but, uh, like, it was on, M on MTV, the video for it, ages. So I got on it. Like, yeah, I didn't watch MTV though, Michael. I, I 2004. I was four when Shrek 2 came out. Yeah, I was three when Shrek 2 came out. So. I was three when Shrek 2 came out, I'd imagine. No, you, weren't. you were four, bro. Get yeah, a grip. Well, if it came out before October, I was three. Yeah, ah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, get fucked. I know when I was born. <laughs> I don't. No, you um, are Fucking die. Funky Town by Lips Inc. That's a great song. Lips Inc. Right, and I'm naming all these songs to you, and you're saying they're great songs. It's a great yeah, song. Hold on. The, the so... way you said Lips Inc. is a bit weird, because isn't it meant to be like, it's meant to be Lip Sync? No, it's Lips, Lips Inc. Yeah, I know, but isn't it meant to be said like Lips Sync? No, no, Lips Inc. Lips Inc. Lips Inc. That's Lips how it says. Inc. That's that's how Lips it's written. Inc. Today we learn I'm a dumbass. No, 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 no. You're definitely right, but it's just funny saying Lips Inc. I like to feel that we've taken away something from the artist. <laughs> I haven't. You still haven't even mentioned holding out for a hero. Yeah, that's I know. Like I'm to that one. <laughs> the most well-known Shrek song. When Shrek's riding what M Mondo, Mongo, Mongo, or whatever his name is. From Halo when he's riding Mongo it's Jerry, Mongo the guy who sung in the sorry. Oh yeah, Mongo, the big. Uh, yeah, Mongo, the big gingerbread man. Oh, the big gingerbread man. Yeah, Mongo. I love that fucking gingerbread man. <laughs> yeah, he was cool. Doesn't he die? He does. No. no, he doesn't die. He's just well, no, yeah. he's moment. just drowning. He's just vibing. Because <laughs> he shows up in the end water, credits. Michael. Yeah, but he's Tell vibing in the credits and singing along. To it. <laughs> yeah, because he's slowly dying. Yeah, well, you don't vibe when you're slowly dying. Well, you Some do. He's probably delirious. Well, if you, yeah, no, it depends how you died in it. That's a that's look, that's a topic for a different podcast entirely. We can start that one if you want. What happens when you die? And we just... They start singing, holding up for a hero. <laughs> we have to oh no, they start singing, living La Vida Loca. And you... Brilliant. Any just vibe in a moat. Look, I'm tired of shit and I've just lost a Dota game. I'm feeling... Fuck. You know? Um... I mean, I haven't even got started on Shrek 3 yet. We've gone. No, Shrek, you had two things. Shrek 2 you had two oh, Sorry, already... Shrek the Third, you've not used... Shrek I've already... 3. You've used I've already gone through... Yeah, well, I've gone through Shrek. I went Shrek and then Shrek 2. Oh, what are you doing with the whole Without... fucking... I was going to say... Yeah, I'm doing, the whole... Isn't there four of them? I'm doing the whole Shrek isn't saga. Shrek the Third and Shrek Forever After? Yeah. Look, there's not many shit. Good... There's not very many good songs on Shrek the Third. The only good ones are Immigrant Song. 
by Led Zeppelin. So Live and Let on. Die. Li uh, by Paul McCartney and Wings. You just oh. skipped over Barracuda, which is good when done by Hart as opposed to Fer Fergie. Oh yeah, that's why I skipped out because Joker Fergie. and the Thief. Wasn't that meant to be from the one of the Jackass soundtracks? Jackass, like the. As in Johnny Knoxville doing stupid yeah, shit. As in like a whole bunch of weirdos doing stupid shit. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's done. Um, Shrek... Full of content today. Shrek and Pulp Fiction. Shrek and Pulp Fiction. Wait, hang on. You went through Shrek and Shrek Two and Pulp Fiction and Shrek the Third. <laughs> the concept of Shrek any is good, his favorite any good songs soundtrack. in Shrek Forever After. No. Oh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> as per, I feel like I've gone a different route with you guys. Uh, well, to you guys, because I mean, I'll pick two. I'll pick two because everyone else has had fucking two. Josh had four, so I'll pick two. My first one now has got to be Baby Driver. Because, I mean, it's, it is a musical. The film is a musical, right? We can't... Can anyone deny that? I don't... Uh, I, I wouldn't know, because... Isn't for a musical the people themselves have to be singing and the music has to drive the plot? Nah, come on, he hums some of it. It does drive the plot, just... come on. Nah, it's a musical. No, he drives the plot. But that's getting cut as well. It's a good run, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great film can I just say one of my favourite films of all time yeah genuinely Josh have you seen it yeah of course I have did yeah. I make you watch it or um I feel like I, I forced a lot of people to watch this film no I think I just watched it oh fair enough but it's got great songs on there it's got like I mean it's it's a huge I feel like Baby right in that film is just a, a way cooler version of one of us right because he's always listened to music. He's got like the most insane music taste. Like it's just so varied. And then, because that's how the plot basically works, right? So, I think essentially most of the time, if not all the time, the music that you hear on the film is the music that he's listening to. Yeah. Um, but it's got all sorts. It's got like there's funk on it. There's like jazz on it. There's some blues on it, and it's like the most varied soundtrack. There's like hip hop on it. I'm pretty sure. Um, it's just it's mental it's got a lot of it's got a lot of songs that are i think it would be more recognized as songs that have been sampled so you know the that snoop dogg song that everyone yeah. knows the the song that he took the sample from for that is on this soundtrack there's another one but i've forgotten uh which song samples it but there's like loads of like huge fucking songs on here um I could go through a name, but honestly, I genuinely like every single song on there because I think the way that they're used in the film is amazing. Um, so I've not got like weirdly as much as I love it, I've not got a huge amount to say because I just think every single song is used in a really great way, and that me actually describing each song isn't going to do any like it's not going to do it any credit. I think you have to watch the film to know how the songs are used, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's all done weirdly and everything's in time with the music and I think the music, as far as I know, I think Edgar Wright basically had the music before he had the film. Like yeah. he came up with the, the song list, or maybe maybe not exactly, but like a rough song list that he wanted to use before we had, um, before he'd filmed anything, obviously because you can tell. Because a lot of stuff happens in time with the music. So, you know, they had to have had the songs first in order to make that work. Because it's it's all, you know, songs. It's nothing was. Um, I'm sure something might have been written for it, but the ninety percent of the songs, at least, are all um, from other artists. They're not. They weren't made for the film. So I mean, I love that soundtrack. And then my second soundtrack has to be from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> right? You're gonna. Well, yeah. I don't know why you're laughing at me already. It's it's just a really good soundtrack. And again, it's a sort of thing like the whole film centers around a sort of it. a guy in the band, right? It yeah. doesn't center around the band. It centers around him, but he is in a band, so there's loads of music being played. Like his ex-girlfriend's in a band, and they're doing some stuff, and like, it's just a great, it's a great fucking film, and it's a great soundtrack. The songs in that film, like, they're just all great. They're just really good. They're pretty much all just like rock songs. They're not too heavy. 
they're just enjoyable and they go along really well with the scenes like in the actual film and again i didn't even realize actually but i've just it's like just tweaking my fucking mind they're both edgar wright films so i mean there's a lot to be said for him there, I think. are they yep scott pilgrim is the one edgar wright film yeah i only just realized <laughs> edgar wright's just got really good taste in music oh he does though man if you, he's so fucking good he's like easily my favorite director it's be- oh it's because he's english um what do you mean what what that's why i like him or well, that's why he's got good taste in music that's why he's got good taste in music ah of course michael's died again as he sent us a message saying he's like sorting his mic out or something yeah he said sean of the dead soundtrack what are you doing in there michael can you just talk He also got tinnitus and uses music to drown it out. He does. Tinnitus or tinnitus? How do, where do we stand on that? Tinnitus. Well, tinnitus. my doctor said tinnitus, but like everyone I know I've got just tinnitus. says tinnitus. Yeah, everyone says tinnitus, but I say tinnitus because literally the exact same reason my doctor said tinnitus. I got mine, and I'm surprised Josh doesn't have it from playing drums and fucking No, school. I definitely do. Yeah, I think I gave both of us tinnitus. I can't <laughs> yeah, even. Yeah. says tinnitus as well. That's how you get tinnitus. I genuinely, we, neither of us, we used to practice in the tiny little room with a full drum kit and um, like a tiny, tiny, like smaller than my bedroom, right? With a drum kit and Josh on the guitar and the window closed. <laughs> And the door closed, and no, like, I mean, there's no soundproofing, so it all came out anyway, but like, we were just in that tiny room with no ear protection. And it yeah. was the loudest, it was so loud. Oh, you got yours the cool way. I just always had it. You've got shit ears. Brilliant. Cool. Way. Well, it's not ears, it's, it's, they think it's my brain. Is that entirely, is it every single song played like that, though? Because I don't know about that. Yeah, it is. Why? Well, even in the, even, yeah, even in the, yeah, but look. We're talking about the way that it interacts with the film, right? We got a. We're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. We 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 had an argument while I wasn't recording. Now we're we're recording now. We're talking about Awesome Mix, right? And I, I'm not going to deny that that it's a good soundtrack, right? And the songs on there are good. What I am arguing is that it's not as much a part of the film as the Baby Driver soundtrack is. It is because it's the it's the music. It's the one thing that he brings with him. Yeah. Which is nice, it's, gets, it's a nice sentiment, and it's space. cute, right? But, all I'm saying is, all of the timings in Baby Driver are all to the music. Like, everything is timed perfectly to the I'm music. I'm not denying that. So I'm saying the music is more integral to the film than the music is in Guns of the Galaxy. But it is a part of the plot. The songs in it are a part of. The... I don't know if they're part, they're, of, the they're plot, part of the plot directly. But they're part of. Because the, the question you got: if they're part of the plot, can you change them with another song and the plot be exactly the same? Yeah, which you which you you could, other than the fact that he'd be singing the wrong song. But if you got the actors back, you could change those songs. Whereas if you, you know what I mean, in terms of like when he's actually singing it, I'm, I'm not going to count that. But like if you took the songs in Baby Driver and even mixed the songs around that are in on that soundtrack, none of the scenes would work. Especially because a lot of the things on the soundtrack are the ones that Baby's character makes in the film. Yeah, like... Uh, which then become the point, spoiler alert, for when Kevin Spacey and the, the Jamie, Fox Jamie Fox starts, yeah. and John Hamm start getting too big for their John boots. Hamm, John Hamm is in it. <laughs> I completely forgot John Hamm was in it. He's one of the main characters. But yeah, um, and also, like, similarly... Stephen Toast's dad going, John Hamm! <laughs> <laughs> But it's the same thing of like in Guns of the Galaxy, like he has all of this music collection, right? Because he lost his mum and his dad at like a really young age, and his mum was a singer, wasn't she? Isn't that the the story? Yeah. yeah. So he's like huge that's why into he music, and that's why he's got recordings of her and stuff like that. Because that's all he's got left. Because both his parents died in that car crash, which I think they flash back to. I can't. Really, yeah, I've seen the film like a billion times. I'm ninety nine percent sure. I thought his mum died of cancer. No, didn't they die in his car no, crash? That was. Um, oh, that's no. That's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, sorry. No, we're talking about Baby, Baby Driver's yeah, yeah. mom and dad died in a car crash. Zone <laughs> out for one second. I'm like, what is no, happening? We're talking about two films at once. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Both of them use music as, a, I guess, stems from like a connection to their mother. Because I think she gives him the Walkman, right? It's it's like it's a gift before. Yeah. She, dies. she gives him the mix. The mix. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She gives him the tape. The awesome mix. 
volume one. Where does the awesome mix volume two? No, she gives from? him. She gives him volume two. Oh, he already yeah, has volume that's one. That's crazy. That's intense. Yeah, because my, my my question was going to be, where does volume two come from? Because the whole thing doesn't. He, he doesn't want to open the package because he's not dealing with the death of his mum properly. Yeah, and then and he opens it. He opens it, and it's a film, new mix. I think. Yeah. I don't remember. Look, the film's old. I saw it ages ago. But it was, it's a great film. And, I, I, you know, I'll never say it's not a good film. And I'll never say the soundtrack isn't amazing. But I'm just saying I think the soundtrack is more integral to... It's not my favourite. ...the plot in Baby Driver. You're not a big well, yeah, Guardians that... fan. No, I, I like it. it. Just say it's not my favourite. You know, if you're going to talk about them... Films. There's ones that you would say before. It's yeah, subjective, it's, it's isn't it? It's not going to make my... It's not... It, probably not even in my top five like favorite films but it's definitely up there in a film that i really enjoyed in terms of guys in terms of original scores what is your favorite theme tune not theme tune but like you know what i mean what's your favorite theme from a uh, from a film can we include tv um yeah go on why not oh can we have one film one tv it's all well no because i don't have a tv one so I don't think of any good TV. Oh, TV's easy. Power Rangers, fucking my Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Go, go, Power Rangers. So cool. All my days. See, I, I never, I wasn't a big, huge Power Rangers fan as a kid. The guitar's fucking brutal. Oh, oh yeah. I never really watched it. I mean, I know the theme tune. It's it's a decent theme tune. I'll give you that. Um, it's quality. Favorite favorite film theme tune. Theme tune. We're going theme. film. Pacific Rim. I could not. Yeah, tell I can. You what that sounds like. That oh, it's a fucking good one, boys. You know I'm about to post it so you can listen. I will to listen it. to it, and I'll listen to it probably after. The Tom Morello's on it because what I really want to say is, um, wait, is it not? Is it not like a classical thing then? Part of it, it's got some classic, but it's a guitar-driven theme. Again, <laughs> Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine. No, I know. I know who. Could have also said, <laughs> fuck, The Matrix's soundtrack. God oh, that's damn, true. that's a pretty good one too. But yeah, what I was going to say is, do you not find now that a lot of um, a lot of classical themes for, for films just sound exactly the same? Orchestral soundtrack? Yeah, it's because yeah, of the inception, isn't it? Thing. Sorry? It's the, the, the low tone that goes, and then that, like, it's because of inception. No, I, but yeah, I mean, that's that, I guess that is an issue. But I mean, generally, just like, there's a few standout ones. Um, and they're yeah. from the same people, you know what I mean? Like uh, I blame Hans Zimmer for being I mean, so good at Hans his Zimmer, job. who else is there? John Williams, is that his name? It's the yeah, Star Wars yeah. guy. It's John. I was getting confused with Andy Williams. Who, Who's the guy who did the, who did the Beetlejuice theme? Oh, shit, I don't know. That Danny right. Elfman? Danny Elfman? Maybe. He's a big yeah, boy. Danny Elfman. But I feel like Danny Elfman's all, all have a sound. They all have... His themes sound how Tim Burton looks. Yeah, see, <laughs> look, see, this is what I'm saying, that you do have these standout... Um, uh, what, what are we even calling them? I've forgotten the word when someone writes music. Composers. These, they're composers, right? We've got, like, a few standout composers. With like John Williams and uh, Danny Elfman and 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 Hans Zimmer, right? But other than Sorry. that, they Just... all sound the same to me, right? I can't be the only one who listens and it's like, oh, it's another orchestral score, and it's just the same. You can, you can tell them apart, but they are very. Um... There you are. You can tell them apart if you listen to them next to each other, but you couldn't like the, tell them the apart. The original if you to Avengers them theme. Oh, that's a good one. Who who wrote that? I, I don't think it's a good one, the original Avengers one. Oh, not the... Oh, no, not I like the, the new one, the, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the original one in the Avengers sorry, can Assemble. You, can you sing that? I can't even remember it. Can, you sing, can I sing one? it? Yeah, no. Ah, okay. Because <laughs> I can't remember the first. That's how you yeah, know it's bad. Yeah, that's just true. Like... I thought you meant the, the recent one. Um, nah, nah, nah. Because that nah, one's nah, great. That's, that's I really good. like that one. But I'm not a huge... I don't know. Like I said... Um, my favourite has got to be... I haven't got a TV one, because you just sort of threw that on us. Um, I haven't got a TV one. I can't think of my favorite TV theme, but I gotta say the the fucking theme from Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's it's so good. I know it's kind of cliche. It's the same as like it's as cliche as saying like Star Wars, but they're, like they're so 
popular not only because the films is hugely popular but because the scores are amazing like i'm pretty sure he probably got an award for doing that score um he did with star wars as well uh, the guy who did the star wars one who was it was it john williams did star wars right yes and then who did who did jurassic park was that john williams or was that yes um, i, th- I feel like it was john williams but um let me look it up yeah pops orchestra and john williams yes it was yeah it was john williams okay um, but I'm, I'm assuming he probably got awards for both because I think both of them, apart from just being popular, are both like, I think they're both rated pretty highly. And you know, like he's he's a he's a great he's a great composer, I guess. So you'd expect him to do something good with it. But uh, no, that, that's that's a great one. I've got no others that come to mind really, other than like Star Wars. But I feel like I've heard well, the Star Wars music so often now that I was I was gonna say. Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> it's genuinely good, like Star which Wars. One, which, which song? The uh, the Imperial March. Imperial March. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, easily the best. Great, aren't they? Like I said, it's like when you've got someone like John Williams who has like an impeccable track record, you're not going to end up with shitty songs, are you? I mean, he's done some of the most recognizable. Uh, he did Jaws as well. There's a reason that they're cliche in it because they're good. That's the thing, you know. Yeah. He, he keeps getting called back to do it. Because they know he's good, you know, so it, there's nothing cliche, or there's nothing bad about it being cliche that it's like a top pick for favourite film themes. Um, it's just it's just how it is, man. You know, they've got the money, they've got the budget, so they hire the best possible person they can to do the soundtrack, to do the scores and stuff. It makes sense. But no, I think John Williams is great. He's probably my favourite in terms of, like, he. it always seems to be him that's done the ones that I really like. You know, I, I don't shoot. I don't listen. You know, I'm never sat in bed listening to the the Jurassic Park theme. But there's something nice every time you watch the film and and, and you fucking hear it. It's just you know. Even like with people who haven't seen Jurassic Park, know the like theme, don't they? Oh, for sure. Do you want to sing it for us? I've Michael? never seen it. I know it. Do you want to sing it for us, Michael? No, absolutely not. Josh will start you off. <laughs> and Josh can finish it off. I <laughs> Josh can finish me off. In like hand job or murder? Both at the same time. <laughs> Surprise you. Hand job murder. <laughs> hand job murder. That's a new podcast. That's our oh my god, that's our murder mystery podcast. No, it's like the game Wink Murder, but Wink Murder, hand job wank murder. Wank murder. Wank murder. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Danny Elfman was in Oingo Boingo. Was he actually? Yeah, bro. He did the the I like little girls one. Yeah, he did, he he wrote I like little girls. Girls, they make me feel so good. <laughs> that one. It's yeah. fucking creepy. He, that song. He wrote that song. Oh, that's disgusting. I don't like Danny Elfman anymore. So I can't like I can't like Chuck Berry or Danny Elfman anymore. <laughs> Fuck. Dave ruined. Um, should we do? Should we just move on to album spotlights now? Well, I've I've not really gone for a spotlight. I've gone more of a maybe skip this one. The uh, oh. my mind makes noises by the Pale Waves. So it's you... what I've been listening to this week, and I was kind of disappointed. That's a first. Three weeks in, and we've got a, we've three weeks in. Run out of good music. We've run out of good music, guys. <laughs> good music is dead. Um, what? Well, I went into it. Listen to it. Or? No, I. Give it a skip. You only really need to listen to There's a Honey, I'd say Television Romance. 18's alright, but I'd say, oh, if this is what the band has, it'll be good. And then I get, weren't good, weren't great. Yeah, I was going to ask. Kind of bored. I'm yawning, sorry. (laughs) I was going to ask, is it it bad? Or is it just like, eh, it's not worth listening to? You know what I mean? Like, should I actively avoid this, or will I m- not mind if it's in my playlist? I'm not a big. I don't Pale think Waves you'll find anyway. it in you. I don't think you'll find it in your playlist. No, I fucking will because Pale Waves is blocked on Spotify. Never happening. <laughs> I've got a short sat, attention span. See, Fair dues. Um, but... I was sat with Josh, wasn't I, in the old the old apartment, uh, the old flat, and uh, we were just listening to to shit, and saw Pale Waves come up or something. And I swear, Josh said to me. I could do better lyrics in my fucking sleep or something well, like that. I, I think wh- when you actually look at the lyrics, you can kind of predict what they're about to say every single line. Yeah, I get that. And that's that's kind of why it's... I don't want to say it's easy listening because sometimes it isn't because some of their songs are so bad, but it is it is so simplistic that it's... I don't know. 
but almost doesn't require effort to listen to. I think that's how I felt. I, I get. I just felt really bored because I, yeah. I don't have. I've got a low attention span. Fair enough, but I can usually find enough time for music. And I, for this, I was just like, on other albums I've talked about or wanted to talk about, I'd say there's no skips. For other people, there probably would be, but for me, I wouldn't skip anything. And this half the album, I'd like if I was listening to it now, I'd just yeah. be skipping. No, that's fair enough, I guess. I don't know. I mean, um, I've just never been a Pale Waves fan. I've never gotten into them. I, I, you weren't the first person to tell me I should listen to them, actually. I think somebody in... A friend of somebody I was living with a few months back. I think back just sort of like February time, probably. Um, I think just said like, oh, have you have you ever heard of Pale Waves? I think you really like them. And they played me some of their stuff and I was just, just bored. You know, I don't want to see it. It's not it's bad, but it's, it's just, I'm just technically bored. done well. Yeah, like but, you know, in the same way that it's just soulless. Yeah, like I feel like in the same way I could play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star to fucking perfection, right? You're not going to sit there afterwards and go, "That was, that was smashing." No, but like they've come up with new stuff. Fair enough, good. It's played well. It's mixed well. It's all, it's good, right? It's not good. It's tolerable, but it just when everything's put together and it's made into a song, I'm just sat there like. I'd just rather be doing something else. The thing is, though, when you say it's technically good, I, that's not necessarily a plus, though, is it? I think everything should be technically good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it's about the creativity. Yeah, yeah, because music isn't judged by... Well, it is. It, it depends in, in what circles you are. I guess, that you know, if, if you're classically trained like a musician, then you are being judged on how well you can play something. Um, whereas for most like people listening to music, it's less about how well it's played you just expect it to be well enough you know what i mean and it's more about the creativity and the, and the ideas behind it and the expression in the song and i just feel like there doesn't feel like there's any of that you know what i mean it feels sort of just churned out so like, i'm trying to say yeah, like that's, they're that's... they're not bad yeah but it's they're just not good yeah okay I, yeah i kind of get you like cause i, I, I wouldn't say they're bad in a year's time yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they're bad at all. I, you know. So I say, give it a miss. There's probably better things out there. Give it a miss. There's definitely worse, but there's there's better. There's better. All right. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll keep that in mind next time I'm going through. Josh, if you got, if you got anything. Yeah. Wait for um, me to die. Emotion. No, 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 no. Oh my god. <laughs> so Harry, what have you chosen? <laughs> <laughs> no, Josh, have you actually got something? Yeah, I do. Okay. Are you satisfied by Slaves? That's a brilliant album. I love that album. Yeah, I went back and re-listened to it pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. And I actually better now than I remember listening to it at the time. Uh, yeah, I, I get what you mean. I listened to some of this stuff a couple of months ago and I, I didn't necessarily find the same thing because I enjoyed it before, but um, I enjoyed it just as much now, I'd say. I think, I think when I listen to it... Um, it had that sort of thing with a lot of albums that I listen to where there's just some songs that I would deem skippable. Um, and I kind of, I'm kind of forcing myself to listen to all songs now on albums rather than skipping. Yeah, that makes sense. I wouldn't say like, I'm, I'm not a Slaves fan, but uh, I, I don't know. I listen to Slaves. I like a lot of their songs. That album's, um, it's got some good songs on it. I think Sockets, it probably goes Sockets, Cheer Up London and then The Hunter probably my three top songs but um, other than that I, I don't know I'm not a huge Slaves fan but I think they are good I like their stuff with um, I like the song recently with Gorillaz that came out when did that come out like January maybe earlier than that yeah it was definitely recently something like that Um, yeah it wasn't about, it might have been later I don't even know Um, but around then yeah Um, I really like that song uh, I, just, I, th I think they're really good I think they got a really nice um thing going as well in terms of like how they play because obviously he's the yeah. he's the drummer isn't he the the lead singer is the drummer mm -hmm. and then they've got the guitarist which i think it's a kind of cool way of doing it you don't really see it too often um but yeah i don't know uh, pretty decent oh you can't forget the cover of um shut down oh do you know what i think i preferred the cover of shut down <laughs> i think I, yeah i think i preferred that to the actual song it is a good cover to be fair it's a good cover but um other than that i don't know you got anything else to say about no i think Fair just enough. a very good album better than i remember it being 
See, this is two weeks in a row, right? Out of three, so I've got a poor track record where I'm not doing an album spotlight. Because I couldn't pick an album, right? I've not been listening to albums recently. Fuji. Um, so I've just gone for generally just Kojak. He's a he's an Irish rapper. I don't think he's he's not too big, but he's definitely got enough of a following. Um, he appeared like six months ago in my um, in one of my playlists, just out of nowhere, just a random you know, because obviously Spotify recommends you shit, and um, and it's just this song, uh, genuinely, just really fucking good. Like he's got a really good voice. He. He's got a really good way with words as well. In that it's not it's not like pompous and pretentious and shit like that. But he's got enough like depth to it that it doesn't just feel like you're listening to someone just scream the first thing that comes to the head. Um, so it's a really nice balance. And I just think all of his songs are really good. I think like the go-to ones probably are. Uh, let me double check because I've suddenly it's all gone out of my head. Sounds like Conor McGregor. He does not sound like Conor McGregor. You he right? sounds exactly like Conor McGregor. How dare you? Yeah, I said the go-to songs uh Eviction Notice, which is so good. Bobby's Cream. Last Pint. White Noise. The White Noise uh, is cool. If I had to pick an album, it'd be it'd be, yeah, White Noise is good. It'd be the Delhi Daydreams one. But I just wanted to say him in general, because yeah, um, he's got eight songs on that album. He's got a couple of albums. I think he did an album with somebody else. Yeah, uh, Luca Palm. But, uh, you know, he's got, I think, two albums. I think it's only the two. Yeah, he's only got the two albums out, but they're both worth listening to. They're both quite short, though. I think uh, one of them's like half an hour long. It's really short. But it's just all really good music. I think, like, I don't know. You can, you can tell where he's coming from when he raps, and it's kind of nice and sort of refreshing to see that, and it's not just all clout and shit. Because I think it's getting harder and harder to find decent rap now um, I think it's the same issue of like a lot of it's getting really overproduced and a lot of it because it's some is becoming really popular I think everyone's aiming for that so it all sort of becomes quite saturated you know what I mean yeah so I think it's nice to see someone who is different um, also, it is definitely different yeah also I think Irish rap in general I can't really name many Irish rappers and I think the only ones I can name are ones that have done, um, that have featured on fucking Kojak songs. So I don't know. It's just nice to see something a little bit different. You know, not something you get every day. But I think that's probably all I've got. All I've got to say about Kojak. Michael's gone again. I think he's disappeared. Um, he comes and goes. When we record this, we're recording over Discord. Obviously, um, me and Josh live in the same city. And Michael doesn't. Michael lives somewhere else. We, we've never met Michael, but he's he's a friend of a friend. So we, we record it all over Discord. There's a few mic problems, which we're getting sorted. The audio's not perfect, but the more we do it, the more we can... You know, the more effort we can put into this and, and get it sounding good. But, um, you know, when, when we record, we're sort of... It's me and Josh, we're always here, and Michael comes and goes. He <laughs> sort of does his own thing. And, I oh, just back. blank a lot of the time <laughs> i've got a real short attention span yeah, he's he's here physically just not well, the, well, have you been here the whole time because i feel like you just walk away but if you've been here the whole time that's worse no 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 i, I try and sort some problems but again like Is it all i've got a real short stuff? attention span oh i see <laughs> i would say probably podcast not the best <laughs> well, we're going to keep Michael on because when we get the five minutes of Michael it's quite good but um, other than that you know he's there he's there just vibing he's vibing in the background but yeah well, I I think guys I think I had a really good plan I think a really good plan to have somebody on actually and talk about because we touched a little bit last week I think um, it's a 50% chance we only have two published episodes um, we talked a little bit about, like a like not much at all. Like we briefly mentioned it, but like stan culture. Oh, yeah. I know somebody. I've got insider knowledge. Somebody who used to be a proper BTS stan, who was part of the whole like stan sphere. You know, like shit on Twitter and stuff like that. Like part of all of that. And I was wondering if you guys are interested in doing an exclusive interview. 
with this person where we talk about stand culture because it turns out it's way deeper than I thought. I thought it was just a lot of people liking something a lot. Turns out there's rules to it and it is also incredibly toxic. Didn't they also, weren't they, what didn't BTS stands like spam a hashtag used by the police during the initial protest? A police hashtag. Like uh, they were using hashtag for people to report people looting and that. And BTS stands just spammed it and filled it with a, I don't know what they call them, the dancing videos, and they uh, they spammed it so people couldn't snitch. Yeah, so, you know, this is the kind of people we're talking about. That's plus rep in my book. I don't know if that's plus rep though. I mean, look, Fuck I don't police. think that's plus rep at all. Oh, yeah, but they get involved in everything. Do they um, uh, a lot go, of toxic shit. To, I don't know if it still happens now. A lot of it's toxic. A lot of it's kind of funny, but a lot of it's also sort of cringy. If you go to any of Donald Trump's um, pictures on Instagram, I don't know if it's still happening now, but back when I saw this, um, don't ask why I was there. I, um, you look at the comments, it's all just like, basically K-pop stands and, and those sorts of people, probably not all K-pop stands, but that sort of group, you know what I mean? Because um, I feel like a lot of them, I don't want to generalize too much, but I feel like a lot of them do come under that same sort of bubble. And um, they're all just basically spamming in with, like, cute-sounding insults was basically what it was. Um, and it was just kind of cringy. It's just sort of like, it's, you know, it's funny. It's funny when you first see it. And then you see this on every photo, and it's thousands and thousands of comments. And you go, like, that's brilliant, but what have you actually achieved? And I think it's too many people. I think the issue probably comes because a lot of them are, are like, Teenage girls, like that's the vast, vast majority, right? So, um, you can't, what are you going to achieve from doing this? Nothing. You know, it's not going to go anywhere. It's not actually going to, it might piss somebody off, but that's the furthest it's going to go. And I just think if people channeled the same sort of energy into things that could actually make a change, then that's 10 times more beneficial to everybody involved than just spamming Donald Trump with, like, <laughs> I wish you died. Brilliant. It's Maybe gonna... we'll get into that mindset next week. Yeah, well, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll uh, we'll talk about that. I'm I'm sort of excited for that. That's what I'm talking about. I love stand culture. I love the whole. I don't. I don't love it. It's fucking toxic and it's horrible. But I like the it's... idea of it, and I want to. I want to look further into that. If that's what you guys are into, maybe next week. Maybe the week after. It depends. We, if we bring in someone on, we're going to make sure that they're, you know, available. But. You guys interested in that at all? Yeah, I'm down. Oh, fair enough. Okay, well, we'll do that next week then. Um, has anyone got anything, any closing statements for the podcast? Um, Filthy Frank is Joji. <laughs> <laughs>